Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Monday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always on a Monday. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, look at a little hop in your step there, brother Bry, wearing all the Raiders gear. I have to say, I don't know how you've recovered. It's uh, what, 14 hours later, and I am still <laughs> completely spent from that game, which may have been, the, I don't, I don't want to say greatest, greatest regulars. It was definitely the most exciting. I was like glued to the TV. It was 29-14 with five and a half left. So up until then, not great. But that last hour was as high drama as it gets with everything going on. Congratulations. Raiders, Super Bowl bound, Basaccia, 10-year deal. You got it all going now, buddy. <laughs> nice job, uh, Brian. Nice thanks. job. Yeah, I was so excited. I couldn't find my Raiders shirt, so I put my daughter's Raiders shirt on, so it's extra, Good. extra tight. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. Like I said that last night, it was probably the crazy – I don't think we'll ever see a game like that uh, again in terms of, like, the implications of what it could have meant. The fact that that tie played into it and the strategy in that last minute – but again, I, I will just say, if the Raiders lost that game, I mean, after Mike Williams had that long catch, if they lost that game, I really might not have, I might have disappeared for a little bit of time because, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, they were, I mean, when you're up 15, you give up a, a touchdown, a fourth and 23, when you decide we're going to play eight guys in the back of the end zone, yeah. you give up that touchdown. Then they convert three fourth and tens. And, uh. and, and but not only that, they score on that first down from the 11 with no time left. So that's like converting another fourth down. Then in uh-huh. overtime, you know, then in the overtime, <laughs> they convert the the fourth and nine. It was just getting ridiculous. I was just like, uh, you know, at that point. But it, the only thing I will say is I, I much rather prefer the matchups. The Raiders have maybe a shot against the Bengals or Tennessee. Those would be the two teams I think they'd, you know, at least could be competitive against. Yeah. Uh, well, and but we'll get to the how it ended and everything. But I have to say, uh, brother Brian, if you had disappeared, what would we blame? Would we blame <laughs> Fandle opening in New York? Would we blame the Raiders? <laughs> the, the speculation, my well, God, uh, surrounding I, it. I, I know that. It, well, as it turned out, it ended up being one of the best weekends ever because it was, you know, my birthday, and then followed yeah. by the next day, you had New York opening up, followed by the Raiders win on Sunday. Well, night. happy birthday, brother Brian! What, what a great. What a great, great ending to that. And I don't know, uh, Parley Kid, I don't even know what, even hours later, I'm not sure what happened there. I guess it wasn't as big a deal um, as as we initially thought with the timeout being called. Staley stupid. stopping the clock. It was a stup- stupid talking point for everybody with Staley mm. talking the point. I know exactly what Staley was doing. Um, <laughs> if you want to get on Staley for anything, you get on him. For the terrible fourth down play that he oh, ran. Oh, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, which By the way, Parley Kid wearing his Dayton Flyers uh, jersey right now. So let's, <laughs> let's just I have to support my, yeah. my fellow alumni uh, there yeah. as well. But look, yeah, um, the timeout that was insignificant. I totally get what he was doing. Mm-hmm. The the ridiculous broadcast team of Collinsworth and Al Michaels. Those guys are done. Really see, you want to see them again. You want yeah. to talk about some. How about and, and everybody on Twitter was going nuts. Just tie the game. Does anybody realize that the, the Raiders have been massacred by the Chiefs this year? So that's and do it. Not, yeah. They don't want to play the Chiefs. They're, they're playing to win that game, but they don't want to. They're just happy to kick a field goal and get out of there, even if it was going to be a 55-yard field goal. So the problem here is, Sal, what Staley calls a timeout for is, one, there was 
It didn't really. There was only four seconds left on the play clock anyway. The only thing like, it may have done is make them think. They might have been in a groove with uh, letting the, the time go and then just uh, keep letting it go. But I think you're right. I think that is the absolute bottom line is Staley, they didn't want to play the Chiefs who have beaten them by a total of 66 yes. points this year. And, it, and it, Staley called his timeout and he said it. And it yeah. makes total sense. He wanted to make their field goal try as long as possible. The thing is, the players didn't get it done. It went from second and 11, right. where you're talking about a 60-plus yard field goal, to where Jacobs rolls off a seven-yard run. Now it's third and four. You mm-hmm. need to make a play in the backfield here to move them further back. They call a timeout, rest their players. Guys, we need to make a play. Then he ra- racks off a 10-yard run. Yeah. Now it's Now it's a much easier field goal. So the Raiders were kicking that field goal regardless because I can't stand when people too no. many bad. Your pal Furman is uh, yeah, one of them too. No, I don't know. Too Darren, many bad things Darren. can happen. I don't think we'll field know. Goals I don't think we'll know. Well, though. I, I think the idea is you're right. They don't want to play the Chiefs, so they want to win the, the game. Raiders but if, were if kicking if that field goal. Fifty-seven. I don't know if it's well, fifty. If, if well, Jacobs gets bottled well, Darren, up, I'm not sure. Have you guys not seen Carl, that. Carlson has never missed a field goal in this? He's amazing. Well, this, you don't have to tell yeah, me. I, I, well, I predicted that the Raiders would win at the buzzer, and it turns out there's no buzzer in football, so I was wrong about right. that part. But I predicted the, that uh, Carlson's kick. Harry, go ahead, say something. You haven't, you haven't. Uh, it's all right. I mean, D- Darren's defending his Dayton guy. I understand it, but I still think that. Listen, okay, maybe they didn't want to play Kansas City. Historically, over the past years, nobody's played Kansas City better and tougher than the Raiders have. Uh, well, and, and, and still, and th- at this point. Are you really going to oh, leave it to Brian's Raiders to be the team that goes for the field goal and gets somehow blocked if this you go for a return for a touchdown? Well, well, and then it that is would such be the a ultimate. lie. It's such a lie. How often do we see a field goal blocked? Why yeah. would you risk it? it? It's just, look, what are you talking about? Of course, you to go for the win, so you would risk it to go for the win so you don't have to play the Chiefs. That's it. And that's it. That's, that's the bottom line. Right. And it, it also saves the integrity of the football game itself right. by well, doing that, that, it. That, of so, course, that's what you're thinking, Darren. Versace is a special teams coach by trade. He's not uh-huh. not kicking a field goal there. It's I, that I not agree I, well, I, I, it made thing. it very easy for him. It well, definitely made getting yeah, that first down tr- and getting in the forties made it be- definitely easy decision. Get the field goal. And it had you nothing avoid to do with the timeout, though, Sal, because the the timeout didn't save did. anybody any time. No, I know, but it just it it it, it gave you a commercial break to think about what's going on here, and he maybe yeah. he's like, wait a minute, all right, let's get this field goal. They I agree gonna- with you. They don't want to play the Chiefs, but if the Chiefs lose to the Broncos and fall to three seed, and a Raiders win puts them in the six seed. What do they do then? Are they gonna are they go for the field goal? Then? I, I don't. I just don't know. I don't even think Passaccia, if he were completely honest, I think he'd be answering the way we're saying it and say I didn't want to play the Chiefs, but he doesn't want to give bold and board material to the Bengals right now, right, Brian? Sure, 100%. yeah. I mean, I think I think you guys are kind of you're kind of both right in that. Yeah, that four second difference for the timeout shouldn't have made as big of a deal. I I do think you know if they the question really was, and you I think had mentioned this on the text out like. If the Raiders don't get that first down there and now you're like, all right, they can call a timeout again. The Chargers with like 35 seconds left are the Raiders kicking. Now the question is, are the Raiders kicking that? Because the Chargers could get it back. Because, yeah, Yeah. the Chargers could get a few plays. That's I think that's the bigger first down made it. That's the bigger bigger question. But I will say I kind of guarantee the Raiders are going to. I think to Darren's point. 
knowing the Raiders and the way they play and the way they have played, I could even with the, if there was 35 seconds left, I could have seen them kicking that field goal um, and and it, potentially missing it and losing that game. But, <laughs> but, but the only thing I, I can know. say here is this. But you got to look at from the charge. Forget what the Raiders are thinking. Mm-hmm. The Chargers are thinking they're going to kick a field goal. We just allowed a seven-yard run. My defense is exhausted. Right. I, we got to now. Now we have to make yeah. a stop. We we can't allow another run. We have to. So I'm going to call timeout when the clock is basically down to zero yeah. anyway. Yeah. Let me get my defense, get a call on the field, get him rested. Now we make a play. Now they might be going for a 58-yard field goal. It's not the, like the, the Raiders were running crazy it. plays there. They're running into the line basically. Well, there. that that exactly. That's why you call timeout because you know they're just going to run the let ball. The again. Right. Let the clock yeah, keep running. Let the clock keep running. We won't know. I, it worked out for Besides. So you yeah, let the I, clock I, I keep know. running. Jacobs gets his yards. They kick the field goal with two seconds left anyway. It, like you know, it I, I didn't no, care. I'm not I was really, watching. Not necessarily. I was watching and rooting for uh, I was like oh my god this is high drama I was just rooting for more drama okay. I didn't know what I was rooting for and then I tallied my futures which we'll we'll go over tomorrow and I had on a huge huge parlay uh the Steelers to not make the playoffs I was like oh, oh. son of a bitch I would have been screaming my freaking head off but I was like that's just a nine thousand dollar swing okay <laughs> yeah. that's good that's but good we'll look, take that I I I get it I just I I think any Basaccia I don't know what he has basically said they were kicking the field goal, right? So mm. you got to go by that. You can't say, well, we don't really know. He did. He said mm. it. That's what he was going to do. They were playing for the win. And any right. coach in the NFL, you play for the win. That's it. They would have taken a tie. would have been all right. But anybody here, we have all would have kicked. We have great field goal kicker. You're kicking This is something there. we've never seen before, though, Darren. This scenario playing out the way it is. It's something yeah, you, coaches you never, we've never seen something like that. So no, me, I was rooting for a tie. <laughs> I, no, I, so Baby face Joel Solomon, were you rooting for a tie? You're a big Steelers fan. Uh, I, I really, I, I I have to think Big Ben fans in general would be torn here because you know you're going to get your ass kicked in Arrowhead. So do you really want that extra game? Would have been a nice ending for Big Ben. How many times Historically, have to historically Big Ben, very, very good against Kansas City. Do we count three, we count weeks, three ago. weeks ago as history? <laughs> because it seems three to be weeks in the past. Ago. I don't know. I okay. understand. But. Yeah. He's beyond right. being Say good it. Historically, anymore, he won so. Super Bowls. He's done the stuff like that, but he's awful. Uh, at least in the first half, babyface. Go ahead. I mean, first of all, we owe brother Brian a huge thank you. Yeah. What's going on, buddy? Uh, what? No, I, of course, of course, we wanted the Big Ben to at least have one more game, and you do, and kinda, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I don't think it'll be it'll be pretty, but yeah. I mean, they to go all that way and to be invested in the Steelers all season, these last three weeks, all day, staying up till midnight our time to to watch that game of course it would have been kind of devastating for it to go into a tie because the big piece of the puzzle was the, the jaguars beating the colts yeah i that, get it but the devastation is is coming up i think I, I would have taken that that devastation of a tie and then you could have screamed about how it was rigged and everything but i don't know I just but uh, you get you get one more week of Big Ben. You uh, get Jesus. one more week of listening to Damn. I don't want to hear. I really, it's so they're so bad. I like. I, I I wish he would. I hope he sticks to his words and says the season's too long and that too many teams make the playoffs. I want to hear that. I want to hear a lot of that uh, coming up Wednesday. Sal, Sal, Sal though, yeah. how, or uh, Joel, somebody might have said this about Damashek, but 
How great would it have been, though, to have a camera on the Steelers and Tomlin, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And that last overtime, like, holy shit. Like, when, oh, they, yeah. when they went to that Steeler fan in the Raiders, in the Raiders stadium, first oh, of all, great. first of all, yeah. don't ever do that. Don't go to another team game where two different teams are playing and wear your team's jersey. It's right. the dumbest thing in sports. But to see that guy getting all upset like the Raiders were going to tie that game there was fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really good. I did that once. We The Giants played the Mets in the playoffs and the A's were playing the Yankees. It was um, is that the year the Yankees and the Mets played in the World Series. I think it is. Yeah, it had to be. And the Mets won in uh, I think it was Pac Bell right back. Then. Yes. And yes. then me and Jimmy Brusca, we take the bar. We take the train over to watch the A's game. And we're rooting against the Yankees as Mets fans, but we have our Mets jerseys and that Oakland contingent, we're, you know, a bunch of assholes. I have to say, Brian, they really are. We're, <laughs> we're k- killing us all game for where we're like, no, no, we're rooting for the A's. This is crazy. <laughs> like, also, how did you get um, tickets to get in here? You have no teeth and uh, like threatening my life for three hours. It's crazy. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, you don't wear a jersey tonight. Okay, but you're right. Yeah. It all started with the freaking Colts. And we got killed. Parlay kid, you were on this, right? We all had the Colts money line. Made Cor- no mean, difference to our parlays. Added like $8 no, or whatever. Not me. Right. Not me. Harry had the Jaguars. All right. Uh, you know, it, it, we have Trevor Lawrence. It was looking good. They gave up 50 points to the Patriots last week. They seem to have quit. Completely quit. You have the quarterback with the lowest QBR in the league going into this game. And, Lawrence, and then he's like 13 for 14. Wentz was brutal. The Colts bet was brutal. I don't know what to say. You'll have more to say about this uh, parlay kid. So maybe we save your rant for bet eggs. But uh, go ahead, Harry. You had the Jaguars. Well, I did. You know, I, I did. I didn't really bet the Jaguars. I stayed away because of Brian in uh, last week's uh, against all odds. He gave out the Jaguars. He gave out good reasons why, like in Jacksonville, too. That I listened to him on that one once again. Listen, the whole season, 20 plus 20 touchdown to pick ratio, but a lot of them against bad teams. Last eight games, 65% or less completion percentage. Um, I know, but if you're looking at numbers, eight, he's better just, than Trevor I Lawrence. I mean, come on. I know, but man, it's just, just whatever it is, they can't win in Jacksonville. It's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, I don't know what the, they are. Going around the league, Rams beat the 49ers, beat the Rams in overtime. I'll have more to say about that. Stafford throws interception to end it. Mm. So now it's Rams hosting the uh, Cardinals, right? Monday night. Is that what Monday. I'm thinking? On Monday night. I, there's a lot to talk about with that game, but that was the fans uh, that, that with no Rams fans there. Again, oh. like uh, I, it was very, that was a weird part of it too. The 49ers were getting more buzz. I don't know. Harry, you're going to show up? I mean, you need a new favorite team. Actually, no, you're still on Philly, who got crushed by uh, mine and Parlay Kids Cowboys. What kind of what kind of life is is it to lead when you don't have like favorite teams? Like seriously, I don't No, he has six of them. What do you mean? It. I mean, no, yeah. Hurts, Hurts didn't play, half the team didn't play. What but Go ahead. Get, get your get your 50 point games in right now, Dallas. Go I ahead. know, but like I'm done, I'm just saying like Brian, look how excited Brian is say with the Raiders. Yeah, we got the Cowboys through for like. How do you not well, have how a excited team? Brian is with the Raiders? You know how many years the Raiders have taken off his life this year? <laughs> it's true, it's true. Uh, Harry's yeah. got his dollar parlays. Probably kidding. He's got. <laughs> I guess got that's what it is. Hey, hit my hit my thousand dollar bet yesterday. You got the Fanduel risk free bet. What was it? Ertz over uh, yards. 40, 40 or more yards for Ertz. Do you think anyone else in the country that, use that as their I know. Uh, risk-free bet? Especially the full thousand on that risk-free bet. Harry, yep. Harry oh. could have been betting on FanDuel for how many months now? He had to like, set it up for him. I waited for uh, Listen, I'm, <laughs> he did set it up for me. By hey, the, you know what I was thinking of, Harry? That, 
I was waiting for you guys. I was waiting for the New York guys. Oh, that's what you were doing. It's a nice thing I did, I think. Uh, now Harry's got a good deal uh, off of Fanduel where he just uh, bets and doesn't have to pay. So that, that's tough. That's that's better than a risk free. I mean, it's all risk free. That's, that's, that's it. it. What is no, on Harry's but, shirt, no. by the way? What is that, Harry? Oh, you'll like that, Darren. It's uh, it's the new uh, AAA affiliate for the uh, mm. AHL. It's the uh, Palm Springs Firebirds that are going to be okay. opening up their season next year. Nice. Sal's son, Jack, is big into it. He's got his following. He's got Ken buying season tickets. It's really, it's, isn't the Coachella Valley, it's Coachella Valley Firebirds, Coachella right? Valley Firebirds, yeah. right. Very oh nice. Oh, my God. I heard enough about them. Harry, you know what I was thinking about the other day? How old were you when you got your driver's license? 21. <laughs> you are. Yeah. I thought it was more. I thought it was like 21, 25. and then I moved to Vegas uh, three a month later. You did? Yeah. What? Well, um, yeah, why didn't you drive? I you actually, never drove. I actually, I actually took my driver's test, by the way, in the pouring rain in Oswego. So I, I really didn't have to do any parallel parking. I've never parallel parked in my life. Really? Oh, that'd be a nice video. That'd be good. something yeah, good. I we can't could do it. Do I can't do it. No, I believe you. I believe can't you. Can't change can. a tire, can't parallel park. No, I remember at least once driving to Syracuse. I was driving your father's car to see the, the orange play, orange member at the time. And you, yeah. got pulled, and you got pulled over. I did. Cause you were, you were um, reaching for change in the front seat, and I shook the car. To uh, try to jostle you, maybe make you hit your head or something. Uh, you had to take a DUI test. That was great. I had to take a car. That's so, such a good story. Yes, yeah. I have. <laughs> Own one now. Car? Own one <laughs> now, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> it's a company car. He doesn't really own it. Uh, I pay. Hey, uh, Paul, again, I do want to talk about the Cowboys a little bit. That offense, I mean, that was the best performance of the season, I guess. They did break 50, as Harry said. Dak, yeah. five touchdowns. I was screaming about how, when are they taking these guys out? Okay, good. You played a half. <laughs> oh, wow. Three quarters. That's fine. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, you broke. They broke Romo's record. I don't know. I, I, I have to be consistent with this record thing. I was bummed for Romo that he broke it, but it's going to get broken anyway with this extra game. And we just have to get used to it. I was talking to Simmons about it. All these records are going to, you know, when it went from 12 to 14 and records were broken years later, no one cared. And when it went from 14 to 16 is the same thing. We just, it's going to take a few years to get used to cup breaking the record, whatever. TJ Watt tying the record, Dak breaking the individual, you know, the, the franchise record. So uh, good for Dak gets them going, but you know, against the Niners were short, short favorite three points on CBS. Sunday afternoon. Uh, what are your all early thoughts? We won't ask for a pick. Uh, well, look, it, it, again, uh, what we've seen from the Cowboys is, uh, you know, they, they tend to beat up on the on the weaklings and they struggle against uh, the better teams. Uh, the 49ers right. are an interesting team because we were going back and forth with my sons who are Cowboys friends. Like, well, who would you rather play? And who, who do we want to play? We want to play the Rams. Do we want to play the Cardinals. Do we want to mm. play, uh, you know, the uh, 49ers. And I guess, you know, I, I think maybe avoiding Murray, even though I think the Cowboys would not lose two games in a row at home to the Cardinals, I think Murray running around could give us fits, whereas you're not going to have to worry about that with Jimmy G at all. Right. Uh, and, and with their pass rush, I think they give him uh, a ton of problems. But on the other hand, you know, the 49ers have more weapons than uh, the Cardinals do, but maybe Hopkins yeah. is coming back. So I think the 49ers, look – if you want to, if you if you want to, you know, uh, go to the Super Bowl, you got to beat these type of teams anyway. That's I do right. like the fact, I Jimmy you know, I, G, Jimmy I, G. I, uh. I do like the fact that we'll we, I'd rather play the two seed Tampa 
Uh, yeah, we the, avoid, uh, we avoid Green Bay in the second round, which is I, good. You know, I kind of like that. Um, yeah, I, I just uh, look if we're going to lay an egg like we did and play catch up against Arizona, we're not going to beat any of these teams in the next few weeks. Right. So absolutely. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter if we score like we should. We, like we should should be able to hold them off. They don't score that much. The uh, 49ers they have had a nice run in the last nine, but I don't think they've scored over 30 points. I think they did it just once. In that stretch. So, yeah, I'm afraid of Debo Sam. I've gone back and forth all year, and I know you have, which it was becoming very apparent that we were going to play a West team in the first round, either the Rams, 49ers, or Cardinals. I was terrified of the 49ers, not as much um, this time, although they do have some breakout players, and Jimmy G has made it, you know, to the postseason before he made the Super Bowl, was up 10 in the fourth quarter. So, it's a yep. little bit scary. Hey, great job by Jimmy G, though, yesterday to get it done in the last two minutes. What yeah. a job. We'll talk about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's my bet ache of, of the year um, so yep. far. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, final MVP odds. Well, not final, but Rodgers minus 480 now. Played yeah. a little bit. Came out. The Lions uh, ended up winning. They blow the first, first pick overall. That's great. Brady plus 380. <laughs> second. Burrow 25 to 1. Cooper Cup, Polly Kid. 80 to one. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. At least no, according to Fandle. I, I, it would have been inter- interesting to see. I was thinking about this. Had Cup like caught like an, uh, a pass in overtime to win that game for the Rams. 60 like yard touchdown. Pass. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And now he ends up with like 180 yards, another touchdown. Right. They win in overtime. I really wonder what the difference of that would have been. I think it would have been significant. Right. Uh, where at least he would have been something like 10 to one or something like that. Right. Uh, he'll get offensive player of the year. In my book, over Look, maybe Taylor. maybe Stafford's eight picks over the last four games took away from Cup, oh, Jesus. getting to that point. And yeah, Jonathan Stafford. Taylor, hundred to one. After all that, he's a hundred to one. Amazing, he right? Along with Josh Allen and Justin uh, Herbert are there. Still got to win at a hundred. There you go. Well, there's only one award, so it's tough. Um, lot, uh, Packers and Chiefs are favored to meet in the Super Bowl. Those are your conference favorites. Um, Chiefs, not even a one seed. Extra game. Still the AFC uh, top dog, according to Fandle. Firings, Broncos, get rid of Fangio. That was yesterday. Zimmer gone, Nagy gone. Flores, wow. Mm. Dolphins, gone. What did I say? Eight and, eight and four with Tua. Uh, one and four with Brissett. He solved the riddle of Belichick. Beat them twice this year. Very strange. There's stuff going on behind the scenes, Brother Brian. When eight and, and one, too, Sal. Eight and one. Eight and one last eight night. Very, very strange. It, it, does, it doesn't add up um, that Harry's favorite team, Joe Judge, still employs uh, the Giants still employ Joe Judge. Um, that was your favorite team in the beginning of the year. The GM stepped down. Gettleman stepped down. So that was good. Yeah, Gettleman said, my my work is done here. How and does, uh, that's it. <laughs> how did, I know, I, I, I don't know if Eddie's on, but how did, how did Judge survive? I mean, the way the Giants played the last few weeks was pathetic. I mean, that uh-huh. whole thing yesterday about, you know, I know that's that's gotten a lot of buzz was that the Giants like sneaking it on. Uh, what, third and nine from the five. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So there, was, there was nobody. There was basically nobody at the game. Like, right. I, I, I don't understand how he gets a pass. You, got, you look at the, what the Giants did the last eight games of the season and, and what the whole season, uh, how anemic the offense was and the team in, itself. I mean, are the Giants, honestly, maybe top five, one of the top five teams in all the four major sports, most pathetic teams right now, most sure. pathetic franchise. I'll take that. The Giants yeah, are there. Care. Yeah, I'll take that. Any last team last eight for. games. Any last eight games, guys. For, yeah. 10, 13, 9, 21 against the Chargers. 
Six, ten, three, and seven. That was I think, point. Read the first half numbers. Did I send that to you guys or did you send yeah, it to me? It was, like, it was like over the last two months. It was like three, 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 zero, seven, right. three, three. Well, they only had one, one touchdown. I think we thought, I think I, we thought that was the Steelers when you sent that. <laughs> might, have, might as well have been like, face who? <laughs> a disaster. Steelers. At, at one point, we were going to have Steelers, Saints, and Eagles in the playoffs, oh. right? It was looking like for yeah. a minute. Yeah, thank Yuck. God. Thank God, no Saints. Uh, the extra week is rough. All right, extrapoints.com. We have our head to head amongst the staff, and uh, we have the arcade. Don't have the results out just yet. I would read them to you. But uh, uh, as far as you guys, the listener being involved, but head to head, Harry, I don't know why we're saying this is over, but everyone's crowning. Babyface, you know we still have work to do. Uh, Harry held off Damashek. Um, what what kind of lead do you have now on him? I uh, I think at least four or five. But I thought he I went eight and eight. What did you go? This is good. I don't know. But, I, th- I thought. But you all, listen, all yeah. I know is I should have <laughs> yeah. won because there was no mentioning. There was never any mentioning of continuing this into the playoffs. Well, what do you think? Have you watched these shows where, like, inside the NFL, they pick all year? Like, when, oh, we're not, they pick all year, but when we're the, not going regular on vac- season is over, on vacation, but you we're not declare going on a champion during the regular season. Why? What is this? this is, we're picking games all year. Yeah. Well, this is this doesn't not, matter. No playoff matchups for this. What have I got? A three, four, five game lead? I don't think you do. I think you have I just assume we were still. going through the playoffs. I think we should start yeah, fresh was... during the playoffs. But whatever. whatever right, you you don't do. have to pick games during the playoffs. I think Damashek will catch you if you don't pick them. But yeah, Jimmy just, uh, G, Jimmy G, <laughs> ridiculous. Let's take a quick break. All right, we're back, and it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Oh, my God. Well, we discussed it a little bit, but I want to talk about the Rams here. Disgusting. 17 nothing. they're up. The 49ers fight back. It looks like the Rams are done. It's tied. Then the Rams take control. They go up seven, seven, and the 49ers place kicker is punting. Robbie from his end zone with 156 left. Brian, what are they? What are the Rams at this point? Uh, up seven. Ram 49ers punting from their end zone, 156, probably minus 5,000 Rams yeah, are. Yeah, they're definitely minus at least, like, yeah, at least 2,500, at least. It's got to be, yeah. Get their ball. They get the ball from their own 40. Michelle for one. Michelle for two. Michelle for two. Punt. Weak. Weak. S- still weak. looks bad. Still looks bad. I, I, University of Dayton, D- Darren McVeigh. I don't know what happened. Can never, can't use that stat again, right? Uh, I don't know what happened there. And then Debo said it was like a 50-yard pass. Like, how do you let that happen? And then nobody yep. covered. Was it Juwan Like. I've, I've had enough of this Rams team. I don't know. I want to stay away from these West teams. It's just too up in the air, but thank you. That's my bed ache. I had the Rams money line. Disgusting. Six times they could have won that game. Harry, what's your best bed ache? Harry, what's your I didn't really ache? have too much. I did pretty good, actually, this week, believe it or not. But I will say that uh, I did have the Bears on a money line parlay. I had them on a teaser. They were my best bet on Sharp Tank. Uh, <laughs> up 17-10, heading into the fourth. They get outscored 21 nothing. They don't even cover on the teaser. And I had a money line parlay. Lions, Niners, Dolphins, Bears. Lions, Niners, Dolphins, Bears. Mm. Up 17, okay, 10, heading yeah. into the fourth and get smoked. All right. You lost one of those. Probably should have lost three. But 
No, I get it. It's fine. You wow. know, but still, Jimmy I G. The, the by the way, Jim, the hand, the hand, uh, the, the series before getting hit in the head didn't get called for the penalty, and then they give up the touchdown. That was shitty. Uh, I can't believe it. Seventeen nothing. They were up. All yeah. right, Paulie kid. I mean, it's obvious. I'm one six against San Fran now. I could but. say the uh, I could say the Colts. That we could all say the Colts. I just yeah, let, let's hear simple. your misery. Yeah, yeah, simple. And uh, yeah, Harry should have a lot more bettings because. He's been getting crushed on his EP picks again, <laughs> uh, as well as his Shark Tank picks again. Absolutely destroyed. Four EP picks in a row lost, right? But Is that, that right? Is that after seven of, out of, of eight wins? That was eight of nine. Eight of nine. He goes radio silent, though, after the... It's What's just, the one you going to tell us about this, Harry? Yeah, exactly. He's been, <laughs> well, and guess it, what? I knew Parlay Kid would, so this is a matter it's of time. Okay, it's okay, because... When you, your sharp tank pick goes against what you're picking on EP, yeah, though, your too, how are you expecting it? Doesn't to really win. make any right. sense. If, if so, the Vikings would have won by three to five, I would have won both. It's, but it's you understand, ridiculous. you gave people your best bet of the weekend in sharp tank. It's supposed to be your best, probably win within a ten points. You have anything to plus choose from? Six. You had your golf plus all over six. the place, college. Yeah, I know. But if you like, I love them plus six. But the Vikings could win by three or four or five. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, just, I was hedging against Damashek. So I was hedging. Exactly. You know better than anybody. Man. I was hedging against Damashek, knowing that he'd have the Vikings too. Come on. You, you didn't even know who the quarterback was. All right, well, Carly Kid. Well, the Colts. Look, it's the Colts here for me. Um, a couple other teams could fit in. I mean, heck, I hit a golf winner this weekend too. So. Nice. You said you're going to stay Smith. away. You won. No, nice. I hit Cameron Smith at plus 150. I grabbed him on a. Saturday night, but, oh, okay. um, Colts said, so look, you know, we have a buddy that, you know, we, we the text messages kind of stopped, but he would, he's a, he was a Wentz fan at one point, oh, right? Yeah. We heard a lot about Wentz. The Colts obviously have very little confidence in Wentz. If they can't run the ball, they can't win games. However, you would think they would have been able to run the ball at will against the Jaguars. The Colts usually dominate teams up front. The Jags, how is a team, how how could they be so bad when they dominated the Colts so badly up front, especially on right. their defensive side? Their defensive line obliterated the Colts' offensive line. The other totally Josh dominated. Allen was a, a maniac. No, yes, a maniac. Yeah. Nobody could have saw that coming. That's good news for the Jags because they're young on that defensive side. Mm. If they can get this offense going, great for Trevor Lawrence to win that game and gain some confidence. Because right now, I mean, there was no. He was so much better than Wentz yesterday. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't funny. And no, what no. a disappointing loss. How do you have to win that game? And it was never close. And the it thing is with the Colts, right? Close. They have they have good first halves and then they blow it. That's that's their mantra, right? Usually, right now, when right. they're down thirteen, it's like, oh shit, what do we do? We don't. We don't and, know what to do here. Oh, I have and to throw what the ball is it about? Right. And what is it about the Jags that? Gives them so many problems, and so they almost stupid. lost to the Jags at home. I did not see that coming. A must-win game with veteran players on that Colts side. Yeah, it made no sense. A crusher because you know parlayed them up, which I told you I swore off four-digit uh, parlay. You know uh, minus four-digit <laughs> thing bets, but Fanduel. I got excited. I just started putting things in, and that was my one loser across the board because everybody else. Took care of business. Fandle should open for New York. What next week would have been good. No, I, it was it, it was impossible to make money this week in the NFL because teams that were done and had given up. And last week they showed that they had melded in, taking right. the equipment out of the locker room. The Broncos, the Lions, 
the Jaguars, all these teams you don't expect, don't need to against their better uh, wishes, you know, right. better, better judgment to win. And they actually won or play. And some of those coaches are gone from the state. Like it, it, insane what happened. All right, brother, Brian, you didn't have a bed ache. That's good. Right. Well, you know, I didn't have anything that was like too, you know, anything that was too crazy, like nothing mm. should have won, but I will say like, you know, on Saturday, I thought the weekend, I ended up having a good weekend, um, mm. real good weekend in general, but betting wise, I ended up having a good weekend, but that, uh, you know, I've gotten the chiefs. I don't know. I feel like, I kind of stayed off Chiefs games for a little bit, but I just can't seem to get a Chiefs game right for the life of me. Like they should have lost. I had them, yeah, I had them against the Bengals. They lost, and then I I loaded up on them against the Broncos, and they come out and score. You know, they score right away. It's like, all right, this is looking good. But then, mm. I mean, they were awful. I mean, we have our our good buddy Trev, um, mm. who is a huge Chiefs fan. Like, you know. Every time the Chiefs have just costing yeah. me more and more money, we're becoming less and less of friends, you know? So it's just... I know. Uh, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I said That's poor, good. poor Trev is just dropping down the list because it's a damn Chiefs team. The, everybody should keep that in mind. That's how I judge my friendships, too. It's very sad. We're a pathetic bunch. <laughs> All right, let's hear the music, Meatballs. When a bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bad egg It's a bad egg Bedex was brought to you by Prop Swap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Avoid your next bedache by selling your bet on Prop Swap. The NFL playoffs are finally here. Prop Swaps, Prop Swappers are cashing in, like Steve from Tennessee, who last week sold this two hundred and fifty dollar hundred to one Patriot Super Bowl ticket for twenty five hundred dollars. Not bad, Steve. You made money because they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Steve locked in his profit when he turned his two hundred fifty dollar bet into twenty five. Hundred. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made ten times his bet. Prop swap is thousands of buyers across the country, so you always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Download the free Prop Swap app today. Now it's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. Saturday night, wild card: Patriots and Bills. What will be the total number of Mac Jones passing touchdowns plus Stefan Diggs receptions? Harry, seven. Seven. All right. It's a good enough guess. To enter, tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at Prop Swap with the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. Must be following both accounts to win. The winner will receive $100 in Prop Swap site credit. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free Prop Swap app today. Prop Swap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, we've done it. We got to the big game. There's, there's one more college game. Georgia, Alabama. There it is. The dogs, two and a half point favorite. 52 and a half is the over under. You know, this is how you analyze this. You, you, There's two things. If you're a big Saban guy and nobody beats Saban and his assistants never beat him in the big game, it's not going to happen. Of course, you mm. like Alabama. If you say, well, that SEC game, that meant more to Bama and Georgia's actually better mm. than they showed, then you're going to go Georgia. And that's what I'm going to say. I think, I think I can make a good argument for Georgia getting complacent in the SEC championship. Listen, they were up 10-0. Up 10-0. They know they're in the playoffs, right? And it must be like, yeah, all right, we could let let up a little. And that's when Saban got everybody going and they ended up blowing the game. But I think these teams play 10 times. I think Georgia wins seven out of the 10. I know Bryce Young yeah. gets all the accolades, but Setson Bennett is not going to screw you. He's not going to make mistakes. Kirby Smart playing with a chip on his shoulder and small favorites parlay kid in the last seven national championship games. This counts as a small favorite, small favorite, six and one, five and two against the spread. Average margin of victory, 17 and a half. Not only do I like Georgia minus two and a half. Meatballs, put this in the graphic. 
Georgia minus seven and a half plus 180. That's what I'm going with. I think wow. this is a whitewash 33-17. It'll be right around the over-under. That's how, how I'm going. I think a few of us have Georgia. Probably, nice. kid, you like them as well. I like that, Sal. I, I like you taking a gamble there um, because sometimes these games, uh, teams pull away in these big games late right. um, when you know the other team's got to maybe risk a little bit more late. But I like this. I, look, we've always said uh, it seems like in college it's maybe a little bit more difficult, but for the most part, it's always difficult, no matter what sport it is, to beat a good team twice. Like to go 2-0 against a good team is always hard. And the advantage always seems, in a lot of cases, again, maybe not so much in this Alabama-Georgia matchup, but, uh, you know, historically uh, in sports, just following any type of sport, when there's two good teams and one team wins one time, it's always hard to get the win against them the second time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like Georgia's for that reason. you got to remember, there's no Mechie now. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, Alabama's second best receiver. They can focus on stopping uh, Jameson Williams right now uh, without Mechie. Mechie had six catches for like 97 yards and a score the first game. They don't have to worry about him now. And mm-hmm. let's face it, when watching Alabama against Cincinnati, there's not another receiver uh, after their number one in Williams that right. scares you on Alabama. So I think Georgia can really focus on the one receiver. Georgia produced zero sacks in the first game. This is a team that constantly pressures the quarterback. Yep. That was upsetting to the coach. They'll find a way to get to Young, force a turnover or two, and get a bunch of negative plays tonight. That will ultimately be the difference in this game. I'm taking Georgia minus the two and a half. Yeah, Auburn pressured uh, Young. Um, LSU pressured Young. I know they lost, but LSU uh, gave him a hard time. Uh, I yep. think this defense steps up. They really, uh, I think they play pissed off. And if you look at the last 10 seasons, three defenses with the best uh, opponents points per game, the lowest made the national championship game, Florida state mm. 2013. They won Alabama 2017. They won Alabama 2012. They won Georgia at 9.6 points per game. Harry, you like them too. Mm. Yeah. Look, a uh, solid leader here in Stetson Bennett, as you mentioned, Sal has got three touchdowns at least three touchdowns the last three games. Basically let Bama have that SEC championship game after the 10-0 lead. Showed nothing, uh, showed Crimson Tide nothing, which now looks very smart. And speaking of smart, it, I think it's the dogs oh. and Kirby Smart's time. Bama has just yep. had some fortunate wins. Sal, you mentioned the LSU, the Auburn game. Um, they, lo- they lost to a four-loss A&M team, Georgia's defense, giving up 17 points or less in every single game except yeah. that SEC champ title game. Brian Robinson, who looked fantastic running the ball for uh, Alabama last week against Cincinnati, only had 55 in that title game. Georgia's defense, I think, here is going to be the difference. Give me the dogs in a big in a big way, too. Sal, I'm going to take a, a couple of those props, too. Uh, Georgia to win by, you know, uh, 10 to 14. Yeah, it's nice adjusted lines there. Nice yeah. adjusted line to it. Problem might not be close either way. I don't know. Take both uh, minus nine and a half. You probably probably end up winning. Bry, you are you're sitting there like shaking your head. Like, listen, <laughs> we're, we're gonna look. We're gonna look up. Nick Saban's gonna be hoisting the trophy again. Doesn't matter. Well, especially as an underdog, I think. Yeah, I think they're five and one the last six games. Point yeah. differential. Plus fourteen point seven or something. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I'm I'm definitely taking Bama two and a half, and uh, I would probably you know if you can get that up to three, definitely get it there. I mean, probably mm-hmm. not giving up too much there, but yeah, I think Harry might you know Harry's talking about the dogs a lot, but it might be on the wrong dogs. I mean, it's hard to bet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is hard to bet against Saban as an underdog. 
in this game. You know, and I know a part of the kid had mentioned the Mechie injuries. You know, this this game could be a little bit different, um, even though Bryce Bryce Young shredded them. But you know, I I I didn't think Bennett could have a would have a huge game against Michigan. He proved me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but against yep. Bama, I guess the question is, will he turn the ball over? Will he not turn the ball over? And it's like, I don't think so. I think he's still likely to make a mistake or two against Bama. You know, both defenses are great. They're both great against the run. And, um, you know, I, I even though Robinson last week I thought was phenomenal running the ball. But, you know, so uh-huh. it's going to it's gonna come down to Young and Saban versus Smart and Bennett. Bennett. And to me, I was like, when you look at that, it's like, I got to go with I got to go with Bama, especially if I'm getting – up to three points here. It is weird to stare at the line for a while. You think your eyes are playing tricks, <laughs> yeah. on you, especially after they won a couple of weeks ago. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Championship game tonight. FanDuel Sportsbook hooking new customers up 30 to one enhanced odds on either team to win. You bet five bucks, win 150 on either team, Alabama or Georgia. My bet would be on Georgia. Just sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook using pro- promo code against all odds and make a deposit to claim your 30 to one enhanced Odd, uh, simple, and easy to use, safe and secure. When you win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as two hours. If you already have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, they're hooking you up with $50 when you refer a friend, plus your friend gets $50, and then that friend probably gets 50 I don't know how this works. No, I think it just stops <laughs> at the one friend. But don't miss your chance to win 150 bucks off a $5 bet. Download the app, FanDuelSportsbook.FanDuel.com, and sign up using promo code against the odds to get 30 to one odds on either team to win. Let's pick our props here. I'm going Bryce Young under two and a half touchdowns. I know this is uh, risky, even though it's a it's high uh, VIG here, minus 164. I don't like giving that out in these individual picks. And it's mm. tough to bet against the Heisman Trophy winner who already had a big game against Georgia. Um, but I really feel Bama played their A-list of A-list games in that in that matchup. And Young barely got the three touchdowns. Passing and before Bama, Georgia's defense hadn't allowed a three touchdown passer all year. In fact, no one had over one. I thought about Bryce Young under total yards, but that might be in come from behind mode for the majority of the game. So I'm going under yeah. two and a half touchdowns. I think they scored two as a team. One of them will be rushing. Get me Bryce Young under two and a half touchdowns, minus 164. Harry, you are going the other side, other quarterback over. Yeah, and also at minus 164, I'm going to take Stetson Bennett over one and a half touchdowns for the game. Mm. Seven of his last nine games, two or more. He had three versus Michigan on just 20 uh, uh, completions. Uh, three versus Bama in the SEC title game. Four in the game, uh, regular season to, clo- to close the regular season out against Georgia Tech on just 14 uh, completions. He's been uh, a leader on this team, senior leader. I think he gets it done here in this big-time game. He gets at least two. All right, Parlay Kid. You're going with your prop. Yeah, I'm going uh, James Cook here. Over 21 and a half yards receiving. Uh, he really sliced and diced against uh, Michigan for 112 yards receiving. It seems uh, to be that he, uh, in these bigger games or the more important games, he's more of a threat out of the backfield. He averages about 25 yards receiving per game, which is over the number anyway. But in the big games and the more uh, – Highly contested games for them. There are three or four of them that they played this year. His receiving yards were up. This game will be close. Bennett will use him as an outlet uh, on some short passes, and he's capable of breaking one catch and getting this over 21 and a half yards pretty quickly. They threw the ball downfield to him, too, uh, once or twice. They got him matched up against a linebacker. So he obviously has good hands. 
this only might take one or two catches for him to go over the 21 and a half yards here. So, all right, brother Bryce, Amir White under, huh? Yeah, I'm going to take him under 47 and a half. You know, all we hear, all you hear about is how good Georgia's run defense is, but Bama's run defense is basically basically just as good. And at some Uh point, the thing was with White, it's funny. Uh I remember hearing, you know, he was the next great uh, Georgia running back, but he's, he's never really been dominant. And the one thing I would, really look at is he doesn't get many carries right like like parlay kid was saying he likes cook cook actually cook will get as many carries if not potentially more and then he's also the bigger weapon in the passing game so you see him a lot more Mm. you know i think in order for him to go over 47 and a half i mean he's probably averaging over the last couple of games about eight carries per game and against bama's d who barely gives up any yards i mean i Mm. think he's got to either break a long one or he's gonna have to get like 13 to 15 carries, and I just don't see it because I think Bennett's going to have to probably throw the ball in this game. So um, I think they keep him in check, and I'm going under 47 and a half. All right. Well, you know what? I don't care if he gets one yard, but uh, oh, yeah, I hope it's a first a first quarter plunge <laughs> into the end zone. That's and fine. I think that's what's going to happen. I'm taking Zamir White first touchdown. Now, Brother Bride nailed this in the, in the semifinal games. He picked both of them. Both first touchdowns, 10 uh, to 1. Yep. What yep. do you say the odds were? 120 to 1 that you'd get uh, – Two of those back to back, yeah. Insanity. Let's yeah. keep it going. I don't even know how much money we've made you on Nuts. the first touchdown bets. It's crazy, but I'm going Zamir White. He doesn't score a ton lately. He has ten touchdowns overall. Most of them were early in the year. He had two against Auburn, mm. two against Arkansas, and Bumper Pool. Um, but against Michigan, I think he's going to get more of the workload there. He had almost twice as many carries as James Cook and Kendall Milton against yeah. Michigan. He'll be Georgia's guy down low. I see him breaking one from 17 yards out halfway through the first quarter given Georgia a 10-0 lead. Hopefully they don't sit on that 10-0 lead. Parlay kid, first touchdown for you. You're going the uh, contemporary. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to step stay with uh, my boy, uh, James Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, seven rushing touchdowns this year, four receiving touchdowns. Uh, he's been hot lately near the end zone. Uh, again, I like the fact that he's versatile here at 10-1. to Let's ride with the uh, other Georgia running back. All right, let's do that. That'd be nice if they're down at the four, right? With 10 minutes left. Uh, One of us no could score. get, yes, that's right. There you go. Or right. Brian's guy. That's right. All right, Brian, go ahead. Hit it up. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think Bowers and Williams are the clear favorites right here. And and they probably, uh-huh. you know, they both had monster games in the SEC championship. They should probably have big games again. But I'm going to I'm gonna try and hit, you know, a decent one again. I'm going to go with your Corey Brooks at 14. At 14. You know, the thing is, you guys are all, you know, you're all over Georgia here. Uh, I feel like we need some Bama, rep- some Bama representation mm-hmm. on you're this side. Right. So the funny thing is, right, I know Parley Kid yep. was saying he wasn't sure, aside from Williams, if anybody could really make a play. Um, but, you know, and the funny thing is Brooks only has nine catches on the season. But he's a freshman. He's the one that's filling in for Mechie. He stepped uh, stepped up big in the Cincy game. You know, he had about 66 mm. yards and a touchdown. He do, does have two touchdowns in the last three games. Right. He, he has one of those five-star recruit uh, recruits, although I guess Bama's whole team really is uh, pretty yeah. much. But I think he's going to have a big role tonight. I could see somebody new. Yeah. You, you always get for Bama a couple – one or two guys, really young guys, stepping up in these big games, and I think it's going to be him. All right, Harry. I mean, I think we already have it between White Brooks or Cook, but if you want to add one too, uh, <laughs> I'm going to in. include a Bulldog wide receiver Jermaine Burton at nineteen to one. He does have, a, I think, it's pretty good value for a guy who's two first touchdown 
for the Bulldogs this season. He had a, a 73-yard first touchdown against UAB, deep threat. Had a 57-yard touchdown against Michigan last week. And did score a touchdown against Bama last season. So at 19-1, to Jermaine Burton for the Bulldogs. All right, there you go. We will be back tomorrow to probably bemoan our losses, except for the first touchdown, which we win all the time uh, with these props and everything else. Uh, by the way, why didn't we just bet Golden State yesterday? Ah, they won by fourteen. Curry twenty-eight. It was Clay Thompson's return. He had seventeen. How did yeah. he do, babyface? He is his over/under was twelve and a half. He had seventeen. And everything, yeah. everything went well, in. Clay's I think th- his threes uh, over/under were two minutes. and a half. I know, but hmm. he went over with all this stuff. His threes were two and a half. He had three. Warriors with laying oh, eight and a half. Man. They won by 14. I, That's what he should do. I think Just stay away was, from football. I think, uh, you know, I my buddy mentioned it to me this morning because he was saying he was looking at him for the first score of the game yesterday. Oh, at, really? At, at seven, Did he do it? At, uh, although he wasn't. He was, a, some, you know, yeah. my buddy mentioned this. He wasn't even the first score. He was the first score for the, for the oh. Warriors. For the Warriors, but uh, you need new friends. Yeah, I'm looking at that like he's wrong. Cut Trevor loose. Cut this guy yeah. loose. Yeah, Start that's over it. Guy. Did yep. mention during new, Power Hour. New friends wanted to bet other sports. You gave <laughs> you me the no mention. go on that. I didn't want it during the Power Hour, Harry. I'm just saying in general, you could have done okay. it. Yeah, right. Are you just what saying? I, I don't I'm know. just I'm just saying if you I'm just saying I'm just saying if 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 Golden if I told you Golden State would score 94 points, you probably wouldn't have bet it. Harry, what time was that game? Uh, later on in the afternoon. Okay, so you understand the bet has to pay out during the hour. Like I, and we not, not okay. All right, all of our bets are in, but tune <laughs> listen, in I'm six just starting, hours I'm from just now. Start, see what listen, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to start trouble. That's all. Oh, I see. All right. Well, also start in trouble. If you want to start trouble, email us at cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Uh, here's a note. I know commiserating over bed aches is everyone's favorite, but I'm on an adrenaline rush after having the best luck ever today. Coming into the day, I had two priests and bets I made that were alive, but on life support, 500 to win 500 on Steelers over eight and a half wins. That's nice. insane. And 85 to win 2035 on a five-way make or miss playoff parlay. Bills make it. Broncos miss. Giants miss. Ravens miss. Steelers make it. After the Ooh. unbelievable indie loss at Jacksonville, heart attack filled Steelers overtime win. I was counting both bets as a win. Of course, there's still the possibility of a Chargers Raiders tie. So the last minute I hedged by betting $200 at nine to one odds that the game would go to overtime. Are you kidding me? This guy. Oh, wow. Crazy finish. Wow. And the Raiders kicked the last second field goal. I managed to win all three well bets done. up 5,000. Wow. I know you don't oh. care, but it's 1230 a.m. And I can't right, sleep. Job. So I had to tell someone, love the pod. Good luck in the I playoffs. Love it. Jesse Desperate, not desperate, as Harry called me earlier in the year. What's the matter with you, Harry? See? Jesse, Start- that was that's something. That's great. That's great. I love it. What that's a story. Awesome. Good to forget about yeah, headaches. Awesome. You might be uh, eligible for the Gamblers uh, Hall of Fame right there in Pahrump. We'll see. Work. We'll re-evaluate uh, it. All right. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. We're going to go over our futures bets, and there'll be some NBA and some uh, college basketball We'll do it all tomorrow. That's another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Jenner Trifecta. I'm Sal. Sing so long and happy handicapping. Go dogs. Nah, nah, nah.